The service for morning prayer begins on page three of the printer book. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, in place of the Benites. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 146, beginning on page 522. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. Yea, as long as I have any being, I will sing praises unto my God. O put not your trust in princes, nor in any child of man, for there is no help in them. For when the breath of man goeth forth, he shall turn again to his earth, and then all his thoughts perish. Blessed is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, and whose hope is in the Lord his God. Who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that therein is, who keepeth his promise forever. Who helpeth them to right that suffer wrong, who feedeth the hungry. The Lord looseth men out of prison, the Lord giveth sight to the blind. The Lord helpeth them that are fallen, the Lord careth for the righteous. The Lord careth for the strangers. He defendeth the fatherless and widow. As for the way of the ungodly, he turneth it upside down. The Lord thy God, O Sion, shall be king forevermore and throughout all generations. Psalm 149 O sing unto the Lord a new song. Let the congregation of saints praise him. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him, and let the children of Sion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with tabret and harp. For the Lord hath pleasure in his people, and helpeth the meek-hearted. Let the saints be joyful with glory. Let them rejoice in their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hands. To be avenged of the nations, and to rebuke the peoples. To bind their kings in chains, and their nobles with links of iron to execute judgment upon them, as it is written, such honor have all his saints. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Again the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of your people, and say to them, When I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of the land take a man from their territory, and make him their watchman, when he sees the sword coming upon the blood shall be on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself, but he who takes warning will save his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any person away from them, takes any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity but you have delivered your soul. You're in it the first lesson. The Benedictus S. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths, and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the book of 1 Corinthians. Dare any of you, having a matter against another, go to law before the unrighteous, and not before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments concerning things pertaining to this life, do you appoint those who are least esteemed by the church to judge? I say this to your shame. It is so, that there is not a wise man among you, not even one, who will be able to judge between his brethren. But brother goes to law against brother, and that before unbelievers. Now therefore, it is already an utter failure for you that you go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? No, you yourselves do wrong and cheat, and you do these things to your brethren. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, 
nor revelers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Here endeth the second lesson. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Keep, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy church, with thy perpetual mercy. And because the frailty of man without thee cannot but fall, keep us ever by thy help from all hurt things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable to our salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 
Good morning, everybody, and happy Saturday in this autumn Invertide season. We'll start by taking a look at the two psalms we have assigned in the lectionary this morning, uh, Psalm 146 and 149. And uh, both of these psalms um, come at the end of the, the Psalter and the, in what would be the fifth book. And it seems that in the last uh, about uh, you know, 10 to 15 psalms in the Psalter seem to just kind of raise in, in, in a sense to, of praise to God at the end of the Psalter, ending in Psalm 150, which is the ultimate praise and acknowledgement of, of God as king. But for Psalm 146 this morning, the first one, we have this movement of the, the psalmist as he um, acknowledges um, that we should not put our trust in, as he says in verse 2, not put our trust in princes nor in any child of man, for the breath of man goes forth and shall return again to the earth. And this movement movement goes, and he, as he recognizes that um, um, blessed is the man who goes to um, find help in the God of Jacob, in in the, in the Creator of the earth, and then and then proceeds to um, talk about God's wonderful majesty and how He helps the poor, He rights the wrong, He He brings people out of prison and helps the fallen, and kind of gives God a very um, not just sovereign power as as an earthly king but uh, only the power ascribed to, to God that can help those that have fallen and, 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 and a man that can't help himself. And in Psalm 149, again, we have another similar movement of um, this, the psalmist as he recognizes God, um, but more on a communal level, um, that Israel now is rejoicing and knows, um, not at the, just the individual level, but at the, at the communal level that um, um, that blessed is Israel because they recognize Zion, uh, God um, as their joyful king. And um, what we see towards the, the, the end of that psalm as well is a movement that um, it's not just uh, that uh, we recognize God as king, but that um, Israel, through recognizing God as king and praising him and following him, will be righted. Um, and the, through their um, following and worship of God, um, they will execute judgment upon those nations that don't follow God, not in taking it into their own hands, but by following God and um, uh, being a community set apart, um, they will um, justify themselves against the nations. And this moves us into a discussion on our passage in Ezekiel this morning. Um, and uh, chapter 33 begins... Um, um, the later cha uh, the later portion of uh, of this book and and, and also uh, Ezekiel's prophetic ministry, um, as we recall last night, we read uh, a passage from earlier on in Ezekiel, and Ezekiel was um, uh, a priest in the temple or was supposed to be a priest in the temple. That during the first he was taken in the first wave of the Babylonian exile as um, Judah was being overrun by Babylon, was taken back to Babylon, and then was called to be a prophet of the Lord. Um, and now in this later stage in the book in chapter 33, where we're at today, um, this is, um, kind of a movement from, um, uh, the judgment of Israel in the beginning of the book and, and why, um, judgment of the priests and, and, and those in, in Judah who are not worshiping God and following God, um, in the way that Israel should now, um, uh, this, uh, prophecy probably takes place after the second, uh, uh, exile after they take the second wave of exiles out of Judah, and now um, um, it's all but over um, for uh, the kingdom of Judah for a while in the exile. And um, this second half of the book moves from more of um, warning and prophecy against Israel and their sin to 
restoring hope in God's people. And um, what we have here at the beginning is God's reestablishment um, in, in chapter 33 is God's um, reestablishment and he give of, of Ezekiel's prophetic ministry and gives him um, a pretty weighty um, responsibility in the watchman that um, the, he uses the example of the watchman of a city looking out for those that are um, you know, coming to conquer it and that um, Ezekiel should be able to prophesy for Israel um, and that if uh, he doesn't warn them, then um, and he knows that it's coming, then that responsibility is on him. But if he does warn um, the uh, if he does warn Israel about the impending um, judgment and or about the prophecies that God gives him and they don't listen, then it's on them. And this is, um, you know, just kind of a reminder of, of Ezekiel's uh, ministry um, and um, and uh, will take us into the to, to the end of this book um, of Ezekiel, um, where he, he kind of talks about the hope that Israel will have, you know, post Babylonian exile. And turning to First uh, Corinthians this morning, chapter six, um, we have um, similar um, a similar theme with with this Pauline letter to the Corinthians of responsibility, but it's more on the community of Christians in Corinth. Um, and it seems that from this passage and the way Paul's talking to them um, very sternly is that um, the community of Christians in Corinth are going to civil court against each other for matters not criminal. We're, we're not talking murder charges here. Um, you know, we're probably talking some some monetary or some some other um, lower civil cases instead of handling it within the church. And he even kind of turns um, um, some of their own um, thoughts about themselves on themselves in that um, earlier on in the book, Paul talks about the wisdom of the Corinthians and, and they're wise. And in, and in chapter six, um, he, he um, criticizes them when he says, is it so that there is not a wise man among you, not even one who will be able to judge between his brethren, but brother goes to law against brother and that before unbelievers. And, and what Paul's getting at here is that instead of trying to solve these lower civil matters against each other, the community of Christians, the small community, the, the new community um, of Christians in Corinth is taking this to a civil court, um, not uh, taking matters that should be solved internally to the community, taking it outside to a group to have uh, a group that is uh, unrighteous, the the the. Uh, the, the Romans or the, the civil government, they're not part of the Christian community to make judgments on them. So what is the, what are these passages have to say for us at the end of this Amber Tide season this morning? Well, I want to keep up with the theme of, um, I think, that we've talked about in the daily offices in the Amber Tide season, that um, historically the, the Amber Tide season has been for an increase of uh, the sacerdotal ministry um, of, of the church and, and an increase in, in um, sacred ministers. But as Bishop and Hayden and others have pointed out, that we should also be praying for the renewal of the community at large, because out of that, um, then um, we will encourage more to be um, not only called to their own individual ministries, but also, Lord willing, have others be called to uh, sacred ministry as well. And um, as as I think we have um, a continuation of what was discussed last night, as Father Hayden pointed out with Ezekiel, that um, in the lesson in Ezekiel last night that the priests, um, the first lesson, the priests um, in Israel were making judgments without listening to God's word. But this morning in the lesson for Ezekiel is that God is actually, uh, so last night the theme was um, we should not be making um, 
we should, as Christians in the community, we shouldn't be making statements that, you know, God hasn't, um, you know, ordained or, 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 or given us to say. But this morning seems to be a little bit different of a take that we should, there, there are some instances in which we should speak as the watchman in the, in the community. And there, we should be empowered, um, should God reveal to us or should, through prayer or in our uh, spiritual conversations with our spiritual directors, there are some conversations that we should have um, as watchmen of the community and, and, and take that seriously. Um, and also within our own community, as Paul exhorts us this morning, um, to solve, to resolve issues because the church is representative of the world. And in, as the psalm, psalmist says this morning, that the way in which we act, the way in which we follow God, will be how we represent our community to the world and will be a witness to those that are outside of this community. A couple thoughts on our lessons this morning. We'll now turn to uh, the general intercession um, in the uh, order for morning prayer that starts on page uh, 18 of the prayer book. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Pausing now to remember those for whom we're praying for this morning. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thy unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without it. Amen. I'd like to now conclude with one last collect, um, the, the prayer for Christian service. It's on page 43 of the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, who, whose blessed Son came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, we beseech thee to bless all who, following in his steps, give themselves to the service of their fellow men. And do them with wisdom, patience, and courage to strengthen the weak and raise up those who fall. That being inspired by thy love, they may worthily minister in thy name to the suffering, the friendless, and the needy, for the sake of him who laid down his life for us. The same thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you to Brent for reading and responding this morning. Have a happy uh, Saturday in Invertide, everybody. Thank you, Carl. Thank you for the meditation. Thank you, Brent. Have a great day, everybody. Have a good day.